0: Welcome back to the Pretty Dumb Podcast,
1: where we talk about us.
0: You name it, we'll talk about it.
1: Whatever it is that you guys want, um, you're probably not necessarily going to get. But what you do get, I will say, it's what is, we want. <laughs> yeah, what Courtney said. It's not, <laughs> It's what we, as artists, want it to be,
0: or what our brains was that
1: loud i mean like honestly it's really just whatever we came up with earlier this week how was your week how was it was everything good
0: everything my week was crazy i did yeah i did the dose show and it was intense
1: like intense in like a really good way like I haven't had a chance to talk to you about any of this yet and I'm so excited
0: (laughs) so the show was in Bend Oregon which was five plus hour drive one way so I rode with the producer Tyler and his dog Blueberry (laughs) I was so glad there was a dog there I would have been not happy if it was only people but uh Yep, we drove all the way to Bend, and there was a snowstorm in Bend and on the pass, like Mount Hood, so there was another person who was driving like maybe 20 minutes behind us who got stuck on the pass, so we had no idea how close we were to just being stuck. We made it, everything was fine, we got to the show, and the other comics there have done mushrooms more, and one of them brought wow, this their is own. a mushroom show. Yes. Oh, one of them brought their own mushrooms and then everyone ate them. And I was like, oh, well, am I supposed to eat these too? (laughs) And they're like, yeah, go for it. He had not coordinated with Tyler, the producer slash host of the show. The show ended up starting late. So there was no sober set. We were just high from the get go.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait. So did you guys do a sober set or like a quote unquote sober set? And then
0: we did two sets. They were both high.
1: (laughs) Did you like it? Did you like being high on mushrooms?
0: I mean, it was fun, but it was definitely like, what am I doing? Like, I had to look at my phone. Like, how long have I been up here? Okay, no, that's fine. Like, it was fun, but I I took a half a gram, which apparently isn't very much. But Tyler was like, I didn't want you to take so much that you freak out. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. So I just felt, I just felt like normal high, like weed high but with a stomach ache so I was like why do people do this this is stupid
1: (laughs) well I mean like yes and no because like if you take enough it's like it's better than weed high Mm -hmm. with a stomach ache
0: okay yeah I didn't I didn't get that far so I was just like on stage like oh if I shit my pants this is gonna be bad (laughs) (laughs) oh no did you think you would No, it was just like having cramps. So I was just like, all Uh, right, there's nothing I haven't dealt with before. Yeah,
1: so you're like totally killing it.
0: Yeah. So it was fun. Just, I don't know. But the crowd was nuts. Like a lot of them were also on mushrooms and just drinking and chatty. And the venue, I guess, has two different rooms where they've done comedy before. So this is the first time doing comedy in this bigger room. Cause there's like 150 people there. Wow. So it's like a music venue. So a huge stage and then just a big empty warehouse basically. And they couldn't figure out all the lights. So literally the only lights were the ones shining right at us from the stage. So just walking out there being high already on mushrooms. The only thing you can see are these bright lights. And then just people heckling like crazy, just shouting random things. I was like, Oh my God! What is happening? <laughs> do
1: you did you do material or did you just like?
0: Yeah, I did material for the first one. I like did my jokes, but also like just kept hearing people talk. So I just be like, "Shut up!" And you're freaking me out. And I kept hearing like whispering. And like the second set, we came back on. Tyler asked us questions from the audience. And I kept hearing whispering in the front. So I was like yelling up there. And Tyler was like, I think you might be having auditory hallucinations. And I was like, oh, you don't say.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> how fun. So it was definitely an experience, but I don't know that I would do that again, especially for a comedy show. Like I would rather try mushrooms like I'm supposed to in like a controlled environment and just kind of see what happens. But it was a lot for okay, now we have to be on stage. All right, what's next? Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Well,
1: sounds like a good weekend.
0: Yeah. How was your weekend?
1: Um I it was good. It was good. I went to Spokane, do Spokane Comedy Club and I featured for April Macy. It was a really good show. I also did the Roastamania show there, and I got yelled at by someone in the audience because I was, like, making fun of Nick about working at Seattle Children's Cancer Center. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was, like, talking about kids with cancer, and someone was like, that's not funny. That's not funny. And I'm like, these kids that I'm talking about are not real. Like. I don't feel good about telling these jokes. I don't feel good about it, okay? I would never hope that these were real (laughs) stories. These are fake stories.
0: I hate when people show up to a roast show and are like, mm, mm, -mm."
1: Oh, and people also got mad at me because, like, I made fun of, like, Lynette Manning's, like, body size. And, like, it's a roast show. It's a roast show. And but I didn't yeah. mean any of those things, but people were like, <laughs> "I can't believe you would say that," and I'm like, it's "I don't like show. it either."
0: Okay. <laughs> I was just like, here to "What win. else are you supposed to do? Like, you're supposed to just be mean to the other person?" Yeah, and I didn't. I mean,
1: whatever, Lynette and I. I talked about it with her, and I was like, "I just hope you know that these aren't my actual thoughts and opinions. <laughs> I just have to do this." Okay.
0: I mean the same thing happened with her and Brandon White. Brandon White had a bunch of like calling her fat jokes but like Brandon White is a very large man and the crowd got mad at him and he was like hey assholes I can say this. I'm a large person. Relax. It's a roast show. like who are these Mm -hmm. people coming to watch a roast battle and they're like "Mm, I'm gonna be offended.
1: I have another roast battle with her on Saturday in Seattle and I'm like here going
0: Please, down. I, just,
1: <laughs> I don't want to get
0: in trouble. I'm sorry. You got to be more creative with your slams then.
1: We'll see what happens. I don't know. I I'm hoping for the best here. But it'll be good. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to have fun. Um <laughs> but yeah, other than that like the week was really good. I will say that dieting on the road is like so far from fun. Because I literally, I meal prepped food for every fucking night. And the hotel that I stayed at literally was like, we don't have microwaves and we don't have mini fridges. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can just (laughs) eat these, like, Whole30 approved crackers and fruits and shit. And then, like, when I was at the club, they, like, you get free food. And they were like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, well, can I just have, like, a salad with no cheese, no dressing, uh no bacon and then they were like okay so we have like a bowl of lettuce and I was like cool cool cool. can we throw some grilled chicken on there so literally that's what I ate like every single night that I was working the club I had like a bowl of lettuce with grilled chicken and I was like I guess technically I'm sustained I I guess this is fine
0: no thank you
1: yeah, but I'm really proud of myself for having stuck to my diet this week. That was, that I would job. say, like, God hands his hardest battles to his toughest soldiers, and I was tough.
0: Hail Satan.
1: Hail Satan. <laughs> so anything trapping your ass besides my diet?
0: <laughs> um, I will say, yeah, it, so we drove to Bend on saturday and then turned right around and drove back on sunday and that sucks so we were in the car for like 10 plus hours and uh it took me two days to recover from that i mean part of that could have been because i was high on something i've never been high on before but i felt like crap for two days straight and uh Mm. i don't like it i don't like it
1: are you cut out to road work courtney can you do it can you handle it
0: I'm trying but it was tough I was like and like like Tyler's really nice and he he knows a lot about a lot of different stuff but just making small talk especially small talk with other people who are high but like a different high than you so a couple comics like after the show like took Molly and stuff and they were just in a very different place than me and wanted to like know my soul and I was like I ain't about this (laughs) oh no I don't want to have this disgusting small talk with you while you're feeling just all lovey-dovey and I'm just like "Mm -hmm." the dog is like so cute look at him run around
1: (laughs) he should have just taken more mushrooms you should have just been like you know what full send I don't care
0: oh I probably would have not been okay now <laughs> even yesterday I was exhausted
1: <laughs> oh my god well okay well I can't wait to do this show I'm hoping that I don't know but I know what you're talking about that <laughs> drive home from Spokane to Seattle fucking suck yeah. and I was also in the car for about like 10 hours total I mean like granted mine were a few days apart but like I was so tired like the whole time and I drove and I was just like I just I want to go home and lay down in my bed mm-hmm. and not talk to anyone. And that's yeah. exa- oh, and I wanted to eat real food really bad. <laughs> so mad.
0: <laughs> right? Just sitting in the car, your body aches. It's like, why? All I'm doing is sitting.
1: I don't know what it is, but I was telling Nick, who I rode with, that it was like, driving is so exhausting and it's just not fun. Like, I wish I had like the mentality of a 16-year-old when it came to driving. Like when I was a kid... I loved driving in cars. It was so much fun. I could go anywhere and I'd be like, this is fucking awesome. Now at 30, I'm just like, I'm just going to fly there next time. Like, I don't want to deal with all of this.
0: I feel like now we have a sense of mortality and it's like, I got to be careful. I have to pay attention now. (laughs) As a kid, you're just like, "Eh, it's fine. I'll get to where I'm going.
1: (laughs) Literally, because like, that's what's trapping my ass. It was like, my car is like getting old i have like a 21 year old car it's legal to drink and it's literally <laughs> old leaking for oil.
0: You.
1: seriously too young for me um but it's like it's leaking oil and i'm so tired of worrying if my car is going to break down and die like i don't know what's going to happen like the other day i put my car in reverse when i was trying to parallel park and it just turned off <laughs> and i'm like
0: <laughs> oh god your car's like stop. nah <laughs> yeah
1: my car literally said this is good and i was like this is not good we are literally <laughs> in the middle of the road like i need you to fix yourself right now i oh, get your no. shit together <laughs> so i yeah i'm i'm tired of worrying if my car's gonna break down and i'm not gonna be able to start it again it's literally like an old person it's like if it falls like will it get up i don't know
0: <laughs> well are you able to Think about getting I can a new car. can't afford
1: anything. They can't afford anything. What are you, crazy? I have no job.
0: Huh. You got that severance.
1: <laughs> I thought about it today. I really did. I was like, would I be willing to spend my severance to get another car? And then I just go back to the workforce sooner. But then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> There's more to come on this saga. Okay. Like, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't really have that many road trip gigs next month except for like one but i'm flying oh no i do have to go drive down to portland i might maybe be going back to spokane too i'm not sure so -hmm. we'll see what happens but
0: you can take the train to portland and the bus to spokane
1: i'm not taking a fucking bus to spokane i will do a lot of things but i am not fucking doing that no (laughs) no (laughs) that's fair Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. I just feel like buses are something to be traveled in short distances. Like I, like if I have to travel across the state in a bus, something has gone wrong. Like (laughs) something bad has happened in my life that's taken me to this place. And it's just, it's not for me. I don't think that that's exactly what I'm ready for yet.
0: I saw a TikTok that this girl made and she was on like this fancy overnight bus And each, it wasn't like two seats, each side was just one seat. And they were like, kind of like pods on an airplane, but you had like curtains that separated you and you can lay totally flat. And it's like encouraged to not talk. Like everyone's here to shush, shush, no talking. And she said that it was great. So it's just like an overnight trip. She just got to where she needed to and she was well rested. And
1: yeah. I mean, like that would be lit. But like, I don't know if that's like a thing that happens here.
0: Yeah, I don't know where she was from. But we can look into it.
1: Yeah, no. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's not happening.
1: That's not what's going to happen. But thank you.
0: You bet.
1: (laughs) Should we get into our
0: topic today? Sure. Today we're going to talk about first times.
1: We love a first time. Mm -hmm. We love a first time for just about everything and I have a whole list of first times and things that I have like absolutely grown to love about these first times
0: Ooh, okay. Do you want to go first um no you can start it off
1: okay so back handspring off of your mushroom uh story I am thinking about the first time that I did mushrooms it was the best experience of my life on mushrooms like I've never been able to recreate that and that's honestly fine me and my best friend took way too much mushrooms and we put them on a pizza and we were like let's just eat this pizza and these mushrooms that way it tastes good and we got so high we were in Arcata, california and we were like let's go walk around the redwoods because we were like close to it and so we walked into the redwoods and we were walking down this path and this like group of women riding horses came up behind us and they were like like riding right behind us and at the time like we didn't think we were high so we were like oh yeah like this is weird that they're just following us in reality we were probably already like kind of high and we were like you guys can pass us and they were like no no go ahead keep going and i was like we have to run so we like ran (laughs) off into the woods off of the path and we like climbed this hill that led to a man's backyard and he was like back there watering his grass and he was like you guys need to go back the way you came and we were like Damn okay <laughs> so we like ran back to her house and we stayed there the rest of the time like we got oh one we got back to her house we were like i don't think we're high yet <laughs> so we were like let's take more and we we're like okay so we took more <laughs> mushrooms and there was, like, a moment where I thought that I died and went to hell. And, like, I was, like, my I was just laying on the bed with my eyes closed. And I thought that I was, like, in hell. And my best friend, I, like, woke up and came to. And my best friend was, like, brushing her teeth in a bucket at the end of the bed. And she was, like, I thought you were dead. You were down there for so long. And I was,
0: like, <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Why does she have a bucket?
1: Was, she was brushing her teeth with Capri Sun in the bucket.
0: Okay. And hey, we had, hey, it
1: hey. was just—it was just so much fun. <laughs> and there was like another time where like someone came into the house while we were high, and like, so we we both like stopped and froze. And I I just remember thinking like, oh my god, don't move. She can't see us if we don't move. And <laughs> like my friend was like T Rex. Yeah, and my friend was like, we're high on mushrooms, and I was like. Oh my god, I feel so much better. Thank you so much for saying something. But it was like a long trip. It lasted like 12 hours. Like, I don't know what happened. But we were high for so fucking long.
0: Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: never want to do that again.
0: (laughs) The worst part with the the doing mushrooms at the show was that like, because I never tried it before. I was just kind of like, leaning on the other people like, okay, what are they doing? What are they feeling? but I took less than everyone else. So we're waiting for the show to start. We're sitting in the back. And one of the comics is like, I think it might be starting to kick in. And I was like, no, we're good. We're good. No, it's just, it's in your head. And then the other comic, they like everyone took more than me. They're both like, yeah, I think I might be feeling it. And I was trying to talk myself out of it. Like, no, it's not. This isn't it. Like we show hasn't even started yet. <laughs> and walking out on stage, knowing like oh crap this is just gonna go <laughs> it was yep there was something well
1: at least now you have a good like first mushroom story
0: yeah that's basically why i did it i was like well i haven't tried it for so long i might as well do it on stage for comedy yeah let's do math
1: next time for comedy
0: <laughs> my mom I was like be fun. <laughs> my mom was like are you are you really doing this she's like can't you do what the host does like can't you do his job so you don't have to do the mushrooms I was like no I chose to do this like I want to do it and she was like very worried about me she's like I just don't she's like I just never had a great experience when I tried it and I was like oh really when did you try it And she was like in high school I was like okay so 20 years younger than I am right now I think I'll be okay
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know yourself more than you do as a high school student. It is, I will say, I do highly recommend doing mushrooms to anyone who has the chance. It is definitely worth the dive to do it.
0: I learned, I learned some stuff about mushrooms. Like if you, Tyler, so he's like in charge of the dope show, the dose show. He, his been a drug dealer. Drugs. Yeah. He's, he knows a lot about all this stuff, but he said he recommends everyone in their life takes an eighth at least once. Cause that's like the amount to really experience mm-hmm. mushrooms. So here we go.
1: You have a first.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. well, yeah, I was looking at your list. I feel like our things are similar. Um, yeah. My first job do you remember your first job?
1: do and I don't I hated it the entire time. <laughs> what was your first job?
0: Uh my first job, I was a hostess at a restaurant called Country Cousin. And Okay, well, a
1: little bit classier than mine.
0: <laughs> I was like 16, I think, and was just a dummy. I found out that like after I started being okay at my job that people did not like me for like six months because I just didn't understand what I was doing, but I was just doing it. (laughs)
1: That's how all restaurant jobs are though. Like that's Mm -hmm. definitely a thing that happened.
0: Like, okay, get these children in here and we're going to teach them how to grow up a little bit.
1: (laughs) I mean, essentially, yeah. Like, I mean, I got my first job at a burger restaurant in Federal Way and Mm -hmm. I hated it like I mean at the t- when I first started I was like this is fun I'm like working a job but I like stayed there way too long and by the end of it I was like I just like really hate smelling like french fries and burgers and I'm tired of people yelling at me like when you're young you also don't know that like people shouldn't yell at fast food workers you're just like oh I guess this is just something that happens." yeah and I was so scared and timid to be like you can't talk to me that way.
0: But, <laughs> now you're like, what's up, bitch?
1: <laughs> I mean, like, if I was to work there now, I would probably kill myself. But I mean, like, if if I was to work there now, I probably would not be, like, a nice, cheerful person like mm-hmm. I was when I was, like, a teenager.
0: Yeah, I tried but, so like, hard yeah. being, like, nice and sweet, was, like, especially as a host, like, you're the first person that people see, so you have to greet them and stuff. But then I became a busser. And I was like, this is my jam. I don't have to talk to anybody. All I'm doing is cleaning stuff up. I don't have to talk to people. And I'm making tips now. I was like, yeah, this is the sweet spot. And then I became a waitress and was like, I hate everybody.
1: Yeah, I should have just become a busser. That, I feel like I would have enjoyed <laughs> that so much more than having to work fast food and it just i mean like the food was really good that was also a big problem was the food was so good that i was mm-hmm. like getting fat from like just eating there every single fucking day
0: yeah i mean and that happen, like, though. especially if it's free or you can sneak stuff we would do that a lot
1: i snuck stuff and it was free so like it was just like extra bad and we had milkshakes like i probably had a milkshake <laughs> almost every shift that i worked like without fail
0: the thing i probably would have but our like milkshakes we had to hand scoop the ice cream so if anyone ever ordered a milkshake I would just be pissed because you just dig in into the freezer like oh scraping out ice cream so that was oh, never a ours, go-to like,
1: <laughs> ours was like a soft serve machine so it was like super easy and it was okay. just oh, it was so good <laughs> I, I hope I never work in fast food again so I don't have to worry about All being right. tempted by milkshakes
0: well, the thing that I'm embarrassed about is like, I had this job, I became a waitress, and then I went away to college. And then after I graduated, I moved back home and then got my old waitressing job back. That was a big old,
1: not a nice blow to the punch. ego.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I would see people who I like went to college with, they'd like be in town with their family. And I'd be like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm such a loser. But it's hard to leave a restaurant job because you make so much money. We really do. Like I was (laughs) I mean, it's in Centralia, so it's not like there's these crazy stores, but there was like a coach outlet. So I would always have like coach purses and I like buy one for my mom for Mother's Day or whatever. And it's like I've still to this day, I've never been as rich as I was when I was a waitress living at home with my parents.
1: Yeah, living at home really does change the game.
0: I know, and just, like, walking home with money every single day. It was so nice.
1: What about your first time smoking weed? How was that?
0: Um, I don't remember.
1: Oh, my God, really?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was an adult, but, like, I think I probably tried edibles first because smoking is just well gross for me but there are a couple times that I remember trying to smoke and they did not go well like I was I was going to be on the dope show for the first time and I was like I can't have an edible like I have to smoke like so I know that it's gonna work because edibles take a while to kick it um so preparing for that I was hanging out with Luke and he was like okay Here's what you do. You put your lips on it. You just inhale. And like, I tried and I coughed so hard. I was like gagging, like trying not to vomit on the beach. And then I think like the next day or maybe even a separate time he was like, okay, let's try it. And he, um he like shotgunned me. So he smoked and then blew it into (laughs) my mouth and just breathing in his exhaled air Made me gag too, so I gagged like right in his face. I was like, "Oh God, this isn't for me."
1: <laughs> I remember the first time I smoked weed. I was like doing it with these two guys after school, and in retrospect, like that was really stupid. Like I wish that my first time smoking weed was not with with these two dipshits. Because <laughs> um, we were just like in the woods by our school, and like. I remember like walking out and being like, I really want Cheetos. And I was like, I don't even think I'm high, but like, I was definitely probably high. (laughs) And after that, I was like, I don't think I care about smoking weed. And then I proceeded to smoke weed for the next like seven years of my life. (laughs) And I never stopped until like I had to at one point. And then now I'm just like, I don't think I could ever go back to that. Like, I don't want to be a stoner anymore. like, that's crazy. That was a weird time in my life.
0: (laughs) It's definitely easy to be like, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm still hungry. There's nothing left in the fridge. Fine. I'll DoorDash and have someone bring me food.
1: Oh my God. You're so creative with that. Because when I was like living at my first place by myself, I was smoking every night and I'd be like too poor to order Uber Eats. So I would just be like, what's in my Bridge and pantry right now like what can I make and like I would just put like peanut butter on ice cream and I'd be like yeah that's like good enough like I can eat this or and actually my roommate always had like frozen foods because this bitch literally never cooked and we would just make like frozen chicken nuggets and french fries like all the time and it was just so so unhealthy I can't believe I used to live like an animal like that
0: yeah I mean my hello fresh joke is true about like smoke? Like, well, I would have an edible, and then like, okay, I need to start cooking this now, and just try to make sure I have food ready by the time this high kicks in. So, like halfway through making the meal, I'm like, oh my god, I didn't time it right. <laughs> just mm-hmm. in the kitchen, like, what do I do? But it's fun. It's a fun game. I it's do remember. Fun game. I did remember the first time that I tried weed. Um, I was going on a family vacation. And I don't know where I got it, but I had a bunch of like edible candies, like chocolate and caramel and different things like that. So it just looked like regular candy. So I flew meeting my family in Colorado or something. And then like, this is when my parents were not sober. And I knew that my dad was like kind of into weed. And I knew my brother was, so I was like, oh, we'll all, like, we can all have this together. And so I just remember sitting around the campfire, just, like, sharing all of my edibles with my family. No, (laughs) I mean, they knew what was in it.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: But I don't actually remember feeling anything from it. I think I was too timid, so I only had, like, a little piece. But I just remember my dad being like, you flew with this? that could have been a felony. And I was like, are you proud? (laughs) I'm sure he was.
1: He was very proud of you in that moment.
0: And now they're sober. So I just have fun by myself. Anyways.
1: So moving forward to the next thing on my list is first time doing a club gig. It was at last comedy club. And I thought, I was gonna make so much money doing comedy because I got paid (laughs) to do like a one-off show it was like a Thursday show right yeah and it was like (laughs) my first 10 minutes ever and I was like this is gonna be so great and I made like a hundred dollars for 10 minutes and I was like wow that's like ten dollars a minute is this what (laughs) life is like as a comedian I'm going to make so much money. It's going to be so awesome. And then I quickly learned, no, that's not how this works at all. That was just luck.
0: I did that same show. And I think I made, there was like eight or 10 people in the audience. I think I made maybe $15.
1: Yeah, that was, what a weird My parents
0: came all the way from Chehalis. They like, really. You so made sure coming. <laughs> he
1: made fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah, about your first? They were paying. Mm-hmm. What? They were paying like by like the seat, right? Like how mm-hmm. many tickets it sold? Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No. <sighs> <laughs> it's okay, it's fine.
0: Do you remember your first weekend at a club?
1: My first weekend at a club was with Joe. So I didn't know, like, I just was like, oh, yeah, like, I get to do a weekend. This is really exciting. I've never done this before. I didn't know that Tacoma Comedy Club was, like, watching me. And they were, like, trying to decide whether or not I was going to get booked there more. But thankfully, Mm -hmm. I did well enough. And, like, I remember after, like, they had gotten my veils, like, Quentin Jones was like, hey, just so you know, like, they're totally watching you. Or he told me, he was like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but they were totally watching you. Like, (laughs) And I was like, just too stupid to know that that was what was happening. Mm -hmm. But, like, it ended up up working out. So now whenever I work a new club, I always think about that. And I'm like, okay, they're definitely watching. Hopefully they like me. And hopefully I get to come back. And so far... Not a lot of places has asked me to come back yet.
0: <laughs> Shut couple up. places have.
1: But, you know, I've never been formally invited. Just um, <laughs> fine.
0: My first weekend at a club was hosting at the Underground. Like, the first weekend in March of 2020. So, one of their oh, so last were great. shows yeah. ever. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we didn't know that anything really bad was about to happen like I remember it was when people were um crazily buying toilet paper so I made a joke about like don't steal our toilet paper we need that and just thinking like oh this is crazy it'll be over soon and yeah never again and it wasn't (laughs) I remember the first time
1: I remember the first time I did a mic when like COVID was like happening and I remember like Me and all the other comics were standing in the back. This was when Club Comedy was at its old spot. And we were all like, the audience was like really light. It's super weird that there's like no one here. Like, this is crazy how serious people are taking COVID. And then I think it was like a week later that they were like, yeah. So like nothing's open, just so you know. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, okay. I've just been out doing things that I probably shouldn't have been doing.
0: My bad. My first ever open mic was also at the underground I'd like I had taken a comedy class so i had written some jokes already and stuff but it took me a couple weeks to like feel comfortable going back and like trying open mics so I went to the underground just to watch one night me and my friend Jared went and Quentin Jones is working the door and he was like oh are you gonna go get up tonight and I was like no I'm just here to watch and he was like well you brought a friend so if you want to get up you can and I was like no, I'm not ready. (laughs) So we just watched that night. And I was like, very cautious of everything. I was like, okay, so that's where the light is. This is this. This is what this means. Move the mic stand, just like overly preparing. And then the next week I was like, I'm probably not going to get on. It's a whole big list. People get cut all the time, but I did get put on. And I was like, (sighs) I, I, there was this dude there. I forgot his name, but I was convinced that we had gone on a date so my very first open mic anywhere, I was like, hey, I know you. I think we went to a Mariners game together. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, your name's, I forgot his name, Michael, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, we went to a Mariners game. I like described the whole thing to him. He's like, I don't think that's me. And I was like, no, I have you in my phone. And I showed it to him. And he was like, that's not my last name. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs>
1: It wasn't while you were on stage, was it?
0: No, it was before going up. So I had completely embarrassed myself enough to be like, well, can't get much worse.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's what everyone needs. Everyone needs like a little embarrassing moment before they go on stage. So that way they can be like,
0: you know what? (laughs) Hey, I just survived that.
1: (laughs) Nothing else matters.
0: It was pretty funny though, because I talked to him later. I saw him again. Like several months later he's like yeah you were just like straight up gaslighting me like yeah no this is how it was we've dated <laughs> and i was like i'm so sorry
1: <laughs> i mean but also like but good I'm... for
0: you girl you got that power listen you don't you remember me
1: <laughs> confidence is key here that's what i've just learned from this huge takeaways confidence is mm-hmm, key
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh speaking of first uh, wait do you remember your dating. first open mic uh yeah, it was at laughs and I did what I was supposed to do. Looking back at this, I just like I know now like what should have happened and what didn't happen. I was told to bring a bunch of people. Dave did not put me on the fucking list. Put me at the very 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 end. I brought like 12 friends to come hang out. And like I mean I did well, right? But like well for an open micer.
0: You don't think they put you last because you brought a bunch of people?
1: I wasn't even on the list.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even on the list. And Dave was like, don't worry, we'll we'll get you up. And I was like, hmm. okay. And I was like, I don't know. Is this how it's supposed to work?
0: Right. Maybe. I do, but... I do feel bad for people who bring people because... If you bring a bunch of people, you're going last because the people who make the list, they're like, well, if we put this person up in the middle or in the beginning, they're gonna leave. All their audience is gonna leave, so you're just stuck sitting through a whole open mic.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's true. I do remember, like, our I had someone else had a similar experience. Uh, one of our friends, Malin, had the same experience, and she left. She took all of her people, and she left she was like i'm not waiting here for you <laughs> to like throw me up when i'm not even on the list yeah and like she just left and like if i could go back in time i probably would have done the same thing i would have been like just take Mm-mm. the whole crowd
0: <laughs> goodbye yeah i would
1: have been like yeah bye thank you thanks for your time see you later
0: i'll just go do this right outside on the sidewalk
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah open mics are fun we <laughs> love doing the open mics
0: oh yeah
1: never stop right. doing them
0: what else you got
1: um. Okay, I think this will be my last one My first time having sex Like penetrative sex uh, Is not something I would recommend doing again Uh, Like if I had the chance To recreate my first time having sex Like I don't think I would do it Because I had sex in a Las Vegas bathroom At a hotel with a College swimmer And that was truly horrifying Like we didn't <laughs> even have lube We just used oh, lotion
0: no. Oh! yeah
1: we use lotion and a condom and like I don't think I would ever do that again like that was Mm -hmm. not fun all around and I wanted I just I didn't like it and I will tell you right now lotion is not lubricant so please don't try and do that again (laughs) to anyone like never no one try and recreate that moment it's not worth it it's actually really stupid so don't do it
0: ouch do you wish you would have lost your virginity sooner or to someone who you cared about more
1: i wish that i would have just lost my virginity sooner because like i was waiting for love and then i was like love isn't a thing like that's so stupid i'm not doing this anymore (laughs) and i just got tired of waiting around so i like just that's how i lost it And I wish to God I would have just, like, hoed off to someone else, like, when I was a teenager. (laughs) So then I could just be like, oh, yeah, like, this is totally fine and normal. And, like, I should just be having a ton of sex all the time. (laughs) And I don't know. I, like, I feel like I would have gotten my hoe phase out way sooner if I had just done that. I don't know why I didn't just fucking do that from the get-go.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's scary. I wasn't ready the first time I had sex. I was, like... I was in a relationship and I was basically trying to make him happy. So I was like, fine. But I think we were at his friend's house, like in his friend's room while all of his friends are like outside playing basketball or something. It was just like, okay, here we go. We're going to go do this thing. And then he broke up with me like the next day and tried to date my friend. And then we got back together because I was a freaking idiot. But yeah, I didn't. We were not just young. Sports.
1: We were young. We didn't know any no. better. We just thought that that's how like we were supposed to be treated by men.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, still, like my brain can't separate like sex and love. So I will get feelings for someone if we're intimate. So uh, yeah, Whoa. I mean,
1: you just have to. You just have to sleep with like sixty guys because <laughs> once you like hit that sixty, you're fine. Everything. Magic okay number. After that. I think so I think it was about 60 for me and then I was like oh like all of these men are objects
0: (laughs) gotta flip it yeah yeah I didn't do it after my first boyfriend I didn't sleep with anyone for like a few years so it wasn't until I was like in my last year at college and I was like all right what's up eh?" but it's still I didn't have a hoe phase really until like after college
1: my hope is only lasted like four years so that's the span of college yeah you should have just done it in that's college great. you should have done it a lot
0: <laughs> I, i'm a late bloomer
1: that's okay now would you go back in time and have sex more
0: i mean yeah there are a few people i would not have had sex with
1: Oh, same. 100%. There's a <laughs> lot of guys I wouldn't have had sex with. What
0: were you thinking, you dummy? Yeah. And then, yeah, there are others that I just would have been like, yep, let's do it. Like, I don't have to like you. You can just be attractive.
1: There was a time I got my... One of my straight best friends, straight friend, was, like, interested in hooking up with me. Because he was like, I've never been with a guy. And at Great. the time, I was like... I was like, oh, well, like, I find you extremely attractive but i have a crush on this other person right now and i don't think i should do this and if i could go back in time i would have rode john's dick into the sunset <laughs> because like john was so fucking hot he was really dumb and honestly like a total fuck boy and piece of shit but like i would have fucking sucked him dry like i wish that i had and you know sometimes you just can't get moments back you know what that's my advice for today if i if you guys have learned anything from listening to this fuck the dude who is stupid and hot and a piece of shit just fuck him once so that way you don't grow up and regret it
0: yep just get a little confidence you don't have to love him just have fun
1: yeah because he'll like that like you might not like yourself a little bit but at the end of the day you'll be like you know what I'm glad I fucked that hot dude.
0: <laughs> yep. It's wonderful oh, do, you have any
1: other, do you have any other first you want to bring up before we move on to what we learned?
0: Nope. Sure don't.
1: Okay. This week I learned on the subject of trying new things and first um, it is a great way to build confidence. Your brain literally tells you after you try something new that you can keep trying new things and it builds your confidence into doing more. So I say that you have to do a lot of things. So I'm planning to do a lot more things this year for the first time. I don't know what they are yet, but Ooh. I'm going to do them.
0: Yes, like snorkeling. Did you learn anything? You want to go snorkeling?
1: I've already snorkeled and I oh. don't really care for it.
0: Um. Let's see. I learned that is a very specific niche thing that I learned. Um. If you've never bought a home before, you can get a first-time home buyer's loan which apparently mm-hmm. it's very, very low interest. And um, yeah, I don't know much about the economy or like uh, inflation, but I guess if you would have bought a house 10 years ago, instead of just having money in your savings, the savings would have gone up like $7,000, but the house that you owned would have gone up like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I understand why people want to own property now.
1: Are you serious? You didn't know that no. homes or the, that's the reason why people buy homes is so they can build wealth?
0: No, because I, I just figure like, okay, now I'm just paying rent to this apartment building. But like if anything breaks, they have to pay for it. If anything goes wrong, they have to fix it. Like it's not coming out of my pocket. And I'm just like, oh, if you buy a house, everything that goes wrong, is also coming out of your pocket, but also you're getting a loan from the bank. So you don't even own the house. You're just borrowing it from the bank. And like, eventually you're going to want to sell this house. And then you have to do the same thing. You're just always in debt to the bank, but I guess yeah. it makes a little more sense. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Everything is still. People sell
1: it for more than yeah. what they borrow.
0: Unless there's a big crash like in 2008 when they gave out all these loans to everybody and then we're like haha just kidding now you're poor
1: Mm -hmm. well yeah but like if in theory you would still own the home like or like have it in your name and it would go back up in value but anyway that's neither here nor there we're not smart enough to talk about these things
0: nope but yep i learned that maybe it's a good idea instead of keeping money in savings to actually put it in property
1: it's expensive okay wait where can people find you this week
0: um this week i will be at central cinema on thursday that's in seattle um casey McLean is headlining and lynette manning is featuring it's gonna be a fun show and then friday i'm doing a galentine's show um what's it called hype girls and that's in seattle i think it's in like mm, pioneer square and then okay, work. Saturday, I'm doing a joke masters show at uh the Two Mile House Pub in Olympia.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Work. Yeah. How I will be, be. I will be at Greenwood in Greenwood doing the Rosamania show. I don't know the address. Is that the Halcyon? On, yeah. Maybe on Saturday, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, I'll be at Tacoma Comedy Club hosting or no uh doing a showcase for katie thurston who was on the bachelor and then the next absolutely
0: let's get her on this podcast
1: we'll see what we can do yeah let's see let's see if we can make it happen we'll
0: show her this gold and be like don't you want to be a part of this
1: she'll be like i was on the bachelor The Bachelor is only taking you places to this podcast. That's where this is going.
0: (laughs) And you do Uh, not get paid. Sorry.
1: (laughs) But thanks for your time.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. That'll be fun, though.
1: It should be. We'll see how it goes. But I don't know. I'll have more to report next week and we'll see what happens. But, anyways, okay. I have to go, everyone, because I have to go tinkle (laughs) so bad. I've had to pee for like 20 minutes.
0: all right well thanks for watching slash listening
1: thanks everyone bye